Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Adventures of one obsessed nutrition coach on a mission to create a world where food makes you better. Today, guys, we are doing our deep dive on food as usual. And today, specifically, you're going to learn a little bit more about macronutrients. On different blogs, websites, and different articles, you might hear, and you might be curious also just for different purposes, maybe dieting, maybe weight loss, maybe muscle building. Uh, you might hear, read about, and be curious about uh, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats, and how all that relates to your food. Like when you hear or read about, you know, proteins or carbs or avoiding carbs or counting carbs or fats or counting fats, like what does it all mean? How does it exactly relate it to your whole food meals? Like you eat foods, you don't eat macros. I mean, you do eat macros too, but <laughs> when you at the store, at any store, you choose foods, you don't choose macros, right? And so if you want to eat more protein, for example, or if you want to eat more carbs or fats or less carbs or fats or less protein, like how do you actually do that with foods? And this is what this podcast is specifically about. It will help you to navigate food aisles at any grocery store much easier trying to figure out, you know, how to eat more protein or how to eat less protein, how to eat more fat, more carbs or less carbs and fats. Um, so proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, those are macronutrients. Why they're called macro? Because they do contain calories and they are also the nutrients that we eat in bulk mostly. So compared to micronutrients, um, macronutrients deliver, besides, uh, you know, the structural material to build our bodies, they deliver calories, they deliver energy. Our body converts macronutrients into energy. When it comes to micronutrients, and those are uh, vitamins and minerals and some other compounds like polyphenols, those do not uh, contain calories. So our body uses, and also our body cannot use them for energy specifically. Our body uses some vitamins and minerals to be able to extract energy from macros, but micros by themselves do not deliver any energy, do not deliver any calories, but they're not no less important because uh, some vitamins uh, are needed to produce energy, to get the energy out of different uh, macronutrients like proteins, carbs, and fats. So that's like, you know, and the overall idea of macro and micronutrients. So proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Our foods, all of our foods, usually contain three of them. So not any food specifically, except for certain things like egg whites, for example. Most of the foods do contain fats and carbohydrates and proteins in uh, certain proportions. And based on that proportion, or basically where the most calories, the most energy come in a certain food, based on that, 
usually we call those foods either fats or carbohydrates or proteins or to say it in other words those foods are protein rich foods or carbohydrate rich foods or fat rich foods but there are also some foods that are kind of like equally rich in two nutrients or sometimes maybe even three nutrients although that is much um less like common that's usually when there is a mixed macronutrients uh, in certain foods, then those foods are either carbs and fats or proteins and fats. Usually proteins and carbs don't really come together. It's like, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, proteins and carbs in one whole foods are not usually combined. And maybe guys, maybe that's the problem with a lot of food products that do have a that are created with a lot of protein. Like for example, take a protein bar. Um, a lot of protein bars would have a lot of protein and quite a lot of carbs that, as again, as I'm thinking now about that, that doesn't usually happen in nature. Maybe that's why it kind of uh, messes up our appetite and metabolism because that's those are not supposed to be together. Um, and digested together. So anyhow, guys, uh, carbs, fats and proteins or protein-rich foods, fat-rich foods, carb-rich foods. So for example, when you're working on um, maybe increasing protein content of your meals, or maybe you're trying to decrease the amount of protein for some reason. Um, so when it comes to protein-rich foods, usually those are animal-based, animal foods by nature. So coming from um, animals, be that maybe fish or chicken or you know some sort of meat meat or pork or uh, lamb or dairy products those are the foods that are quite rich in protein but that doesn't um, always mean that the protein is the most abundant nutrient or that's where the most calories come from let's take an egg for example um, some people think that an egg is a protein. Some people think an egg is a type of fat, but actually uh, egg has five grams of fat and it has seven grams of protein. I'm, so I'm talking about, you know, whole egg, like regular medium-sized egg. So five grams of fat and seven grams of protein. And even though it seems that there are more proteins, but when it comes to calories, an egg actually delivers more fat calories because one gram of fat delivers nine, gram, nine, nine calories compared to one gram of protein that delivers on average four calories. And so if you calculate the calories coming from protein in one egg, that's going to be uh, four multiplied by seven, going to be 28 calories coming from protein. But when it comes to fat, we multiply five grams of fat by nine calories, that's going to be 45 calories. So 28 calories from protein and 45 calories from fat. So um, an egg actually is richer in fats whole egg, uh, not rich in protein, but it's kind of like a mix because um, when it comes to grams, it's pretty close fat and protein. Um, now, if we take, for example, beef, 
it seems like there is a lot of protein and most beef does have more protein than it has fat but also depending on the cut of the beef of the you know the cut of the animal that piece of beef can contain more or less fat so for example if we take really lean beef um, on average it's gonna have you know, somewhere around 150 calories. I'm talking about three ounces or 100 grams of it. And it's gonna have somewhere around six grams of fats and 20 grams of protein. Uh, but let's take a beef that is fat hair cut. And so that beef gonna have somewhere around 13 grams of fat. So more than twice the amount than in lean beef. And it's also gonna have, uh, the protein is gonna be kind of the same, but you're gonna have uh, more than twice amount of fat. And so again, if you take lean beef, for example, then um, I would say it's a protein-rich foods because most of the calories will, will come from protein and they're much more protein. But if we are talking about a fattier cut of beef, uh, like beef sirloin steak, then here we are talking about 200 calories. And now with all the fat, most of the calories will be coming from fat. So that is a fattier cut of meat. So is it a protein food? Is it a fatty food? It's kind of a mix, just like many whole foods are. And now let's look, for example, at carbohydrates. Very often you can hear things like, um, you know, um, someone is having a success story with reducing carbohydrates and they say, I, I just don't eat carbs. But very often you see those people eating vegetables or um, maybe an avocado or maybe some berries, but they don't consider those things carbs, even though uh, vegetables, berries, for example, fruit, where most calories come from, it's actually carbohydrates, but they're different kind of carbohydrates. Uh, usually when you hear the word carbs, people mean carbohydrate-rich foods. So um, per 100 grams of foods, those foods would have uh, more carbohydrates. But even in the same group, like let's say rice or let's say beans, you know, those would have different amount of fiber and available to the body carbohydrates. So you always want to look at the specifics. Or for example, let's take fruit that a lot of people don't consider carbs specifically. You know, if we take a banana, that's going to have per 100 grams per average banana, um, somewhere around 19, 20 grams of carbohydrates. If we take something like raspberries that is also considered to be fruit, even though it's berries, right? Um, there you would have much less calories and only four grams of carbohydrates. So you are eating carbohydrates in both um, scenarios, but you are eating much less of them in the same amount of raspberries as you would in bananas. And um, let's check, for example, uh, let's check sweet potatoes. Sweet potato, uh, let me pull it up the um, database of nutrients in sweet potato. And so like we want to have not 200, but 100 grams of it. So it's all equal. And so for example, sweet potato would have, uh, where the carbohydrates, 23 grams of carbohydrates. So, this is, so it is pretty close to banana. Um, and you wouldn't necessarily 
distinguish you know, like your body is getting almost the same amount of carbohydrates as from sweet potatoes as it does from banana so if somebody considers potato sweet potato a carb and banana not then it's kind of like an un- unscientific and again all the vegetables like starchy or non-starchy they all have carbohydrates just different kinds you know different amount of fibers and also different amount of starch maybe different amount of fructose because banana like most of the carbohydrates in banana come from fructose not from starch and so you always want to remember about that all foods created completely different and then when it comes to fiber guys so for example if you take raw carrot and we take cooked carrot raw carrot i wouldn't necessarily consider carbohydrate rich foods because most of the carbohydrates in raw carrots would be fiber or a type of carbohydrates that is not accessible for digestion and for calories directly when you cook those carrots a lot of those carbohydrates are um, turned into starch that is easily accessible as calories and as energy by our digestive system by our body so it's also going to be different one is starchy food and one is non-starchy food also for example if we take fat rich foods uh there is also like a lot of difference let's let's take almonds and almond butter seemingly made from the same stuff and should deliver the same amount of calories but almonds 100 grams of almonds or three ounces of almonds will deliver well on paper they're gonna have 579 calories compared to almond butter 100 grams of it 614 calories and it seems like it's kind of almost the same and the amount of fats and everything right but because of the fiber and um other compounds in whole almonds research shows that our human digestive system only is able to get 430 calories on average compared to 614 calories in almond butter in almond butter almost all of the calories are absorbed and digestible by our bodies compared to whole almonds that are not that you know easily digestible and absorbable by our bodies and you are losing quite a lot of fat trapped in that fiber that our body cannot um, that easily absorb and digest so seemingly the same foods but they deliver completely different results and calorie count and that's why guys uh, for example when I coach anyone for weight loss and fat loss I always recommend to stick with whole foods so for example instead of avocado or olive oil eat avocados eat olives in whole food form because you're gonna feel fuller because of the fiber and the volume of those whole foods uh, but also your body will be able to absorb only a much smaller amount of fats and that at the end of the day because fat is a very calorie dense nutrient will result in much less calories and it's going to be much easier for you to lose and maintain weight so um, you're gonna basically eat 
more food, more volume of food, you're going to feel more satiated and less hungry, and at the same time, you'll absorb less calories, and it will be easier for you to maintain and lose weight. That's why I'm such a huge fan of whole foods, because it just makes your hunger and satiety work, work much better, and you're much um, less prone to overeating and binging uh, when you eat whole foods compared to um, non-whole foods um, alternatives or, you know, the foods, nutrients that are extracted in the, uh, from those whole foods. So to sum, it, to sum up this episode, guys, protein-rich foods, fat-rich foods, carbohydrate-rich foods, we call them, uh, you know, protein or fat or carb foods when most of the calories in that specific food item comes from that nutrient, be that protein, be that fat, be that carb. And in most cases, it's pretty straightforward, like, you know, you get chicken or you get fish or you get... Um, beef and um, you think you're getting mostly protein and you are getting a lot of protein but also it might be that you are getting a lot of fat too. Uh, fish for example, you know, let's take tuna, canned tuna and canned sardines. So 100 grams of sardines or 3 ounces will give you 22 grams of protein and 9 grams of fats. Um, so basically, sardines is kind of like a mixed food when it comes to proteins and fats. So you're getting um, kind of half and half of your calories from proteins and from fats. And canned tuna, you're going to get 26 grams of protein and fats only one gram. So tuna is like pure protein. The same, by the way, goes to chicken breast and to shrimp those foods are almost entirely protein, like this is the protein protein. A lot of other animal products are fattier products. It's a mix of proteins and fats. Or when it comes to dairy products, uh, most of the time it's much richer in fats naturally, or usually what would happen these days, they would reduce the fat and add the sugars. But still, that food, dairy product, usually is, a, is full of sugar, full of fat. Uh, protein, yeah, there is protein, like especially in things like Greek yogurt or a new item in the yogurt aisle, skier. Uh, so those foods, yeah, they do contain protein, but they usually also have either a lot of sugar or a lot of fat, or if you're really unlucky, a lot of fat and a lot of sugar. <laughs> so just remember that just because it says high protein on some food, it doesn't mean that it's on, it's the only thing that that food has. Like, you know, an egg, you can call it protein-rich food, but it also has fat, and actually most calories come from fat. Yogurt, Greek yogurt. Yeah, it has protein, but most calories in plain Greek yogurt come from fat, unless it's some fat-reduced weird fake food. Carbohydrates, you know, you always have to like check um, whether calories, most calories in that food really come from carbohydrates or they come from fats or from something else. Like, you know, you take a cookie, for example, let's take, you know, any regular, like maybe chocolate chip cookie. Some people say, you know, they're full of sugar, um, but they are also the same, like, they're also really full of fat. So it's fat and sugar. And that seems to be the deadly combination for 
weight loss or fat loss, well, actually, you're going to gain weight, not lose it, right? And it's also really bad for hunger management. Uh, like Most of us will overeat eating any sorts of those kind of cookies. So that's what you want to remember. Um, when it says rich in protein or low in fat or um, low in sugars, like it doesn't mean that there are no other substances that you don't want in your food. Like if it says high protein, it doesn't necessarily mean low in fat. Or if it says uh, low in fat, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, that it's healthier or better for you. It might be full of sugar and uh, when it comes to products, food products, I don't really know what's bad, what's better. <laughs> uh, for blood sugar, definitely uh, low sugar is better, but for uh, satiety, for hunger management, for weight loss management, for weight management, um, depends on the situation. So you always wanna remember that, again, Foods usually have different nutrients, not just one nutrient. And just because it's high protein doesn't mean that it doesn't have fat or that most calories come from protein. Um, go into specifics. Always go into specifics. Um, I hope you found this episode really useful and it made you think more about the complex structures of our foods. Um, and so don't just read the front label turn the food around and read the label uh, on the bag um, of your food or um, of your product or maybe google it uh, like for example bananas carbs or sweet potato carbs uh, and uh, you can then figure out how much protein how much fat how much carbohydrates that food has specifically and don't forget to check the unit so basically how much of food contains this amount because most foods and most products they go per unit of weight or per serving and serving can be different in different countries for different products so you got to be really careful with that um, so go for specifics google stuff read the labels if that's something important to you and my best advice for you as for anyone who asks me and i also follow this advice personally and you can see the results uh, on my instagram so my best advice for weight loss and weight man maintenance weight management is stick with whole foods not extracts no product not products no uh, packaged foods whole foods cooked in a healthy way with not much additives if any um, that's the way to go and uh, if you try it you'll be surprised how much easier it's gonna be for you to lose weight to maintain weight to maintain your health your hunger your satiety and everything in between so thank you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in today don't forget to share this podcast episode with anyone who you believe might really benefit from it and might learn from it and might enjoy it so you do me a great favor if you share this episode with just one person who you think are uh, going to benefit from it and get value from it. So thank you. If you have any questions, reach out and I'll do the research for you and tell you more about that question that doesn't let you sleep at night. Um, tomorrow you're going to hear from me again. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily. <laughs>